cool and this recording so like hi guys i'm really excited to be here the first episode of travel podcast and like yeah i have two of my very good friends who i met through amyvans and like now they are working on something big a social venture named sector and like they are helping people and especially students connect and like to accessible and affordable sources of mental health services which i think i personally think is a lack in the current system and things like that given the obviously the dire straits of our education system in india it's obviously very evident and like i really do believe it's problematic and therefore i'll call them upon because these are the these are the people i know that you know knows a lot about mental health though being not from the field though being engineers themselves so yeah and i would like sagar to take over like just introduce himself and whatever hi guys um very excited to be on uh, ravel's podcast uh, which is aptly named unravel very 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 good word play there thank uh, you thank you i am an engineering student uh, oh i recently graduated hopefully uh, my college cancelled my exams and i am uh, have graduated automatically because of this uh, pandemic um i am the co-founder of chitta uh, along with nilika um, we were awarded the resolution fellowship for this venture and yeah it's been uh, as of now it's been almost 4 months since we started the venture uh, we were we had a huge plan of conducting workshops in different colleges and you know uh, starting out we also conducted our first offline workshop in uh, february if i'm not wrong and then uh, the pandemic hit us so we had to take our operations online and yeah it's been it's been a roller coaster journey uh, for and given that we are just 4 months into you know uh, in cooperation it was it was a it's a funny journey but uh, it's a very uh, it's a very it's a journey that you know makes you feel that you're doing something uh, that is impacting society and uh, the kind of messages that you get from people thanking us for doing what we do makes all of it worth it so with that i will let uh, my co-founder nilika introduce herself So hi guys Sagar's almost covered like the venture story and almost my life story as well because we're both from the same engineering college pretty much going through the same thing everyone's been hit by the pandemic so um, you know there's two ways of looking at it like i know we had like these big plans of conducting workshops and we were really excited about it but then the very fact that you know when something like this happens it like we're very lucky and fortunate to experience something so soon into our venture like as sagar mentioned it's been like 4 months but we've been putting in like a year worth of groundwork before we could you know actually launch the venture and since the time we received our fellowship and when things like when we face these kind of situations of crisis that is when i feel like you know people need more of these mental health resources because everyone's cooped up at home people don't know how to cope so it's kind of challenging for us to make sure that you know we up our social media game and we can provide exactly you know what the audience uh, would want from us it's very important for us to be sensitive towards these things and i feel like we've been very uh, lucky with respect to getting the right amount of guidance from you know a lot of people who uh, you know we've connected with a lot of mental health professionals and uh, even the uh, resolution uh, fellows and you know a lot of other mentors have been assigned to us so it's great to be working with them and to you know make sure that even therapy right now like taking it online we're figuring out how to do that and figuring out the online strategies so yeah i mean it's been pretty good it's been a roller coaster but yeah we're pretty positive i like i would just like to like clarify for you guys like what is this fellowship thing and like hmm. how is this fellowship important to in like in the journey or like birth of chitta so so the resolution fellowship is essentially uh, fellowships that are handed out to the individuals so i am a resolution fellow nilika is a resolution fellow and the fellowship is for life and um, the seed funding is just a small integral part of the fellowship but the fellowship also opens up a lot of resources for us individually for our professional lives uh, so if if i want to you know do something in the future uh that's a little different i uh, say say i want to start a new venture all i have to do is approach them tell them that i need help here i need subject matter experts to help me here i need your guidance here maybe i want some uh investment opportunities 
so uh, they pretty much guide you with everything and they open avenues uh, that you normally wouldn't have if you're not a resolution fellow so the fellowship in in itself is uh, quite a life changer for the both of us and um, yeah it's uh, it's it's been just great like it just brings back memories uh, when we you know actually receive, received the fellowship a year ago uh, when you know when they actually announced their names and uh, i remember uh, you know sitting in the uh, it was a packed auditorium with almost 3000 delegates from across the world and um, we were the first names to be announced uh, in the whole ceremony like nilika chakravarti and sagar menon for chitta mumbai india was the first names announced in the whole uh, closing ceremony so, and i remember like i was holding sagar's hand the entire time i was like oh my god we need to like get this and, <laughs> and, and, and i need to give you context nilika does not like human touch at all fucking <laughs> <laughs> human touch but at that moment nilika was like sagar please hold my hand i'm just i'm so nervous and like nilika chill it's going to be okay and then uh, uh like I'll, and when the names are announced i just ran i forgot about that <laughs> i just ran to the stage i'm just wearing heels like okay i'm going to catch up <laughs> and she had to run behind me because i forgot like i couldn't process anything it was just yeah it was great yeah and no like i i remember this i was asking for like your photos and all like just to like put it up on like instagram or something like while we release this podcast and so nilika sent me like a lot of pictures from the fellowship like you were seeing the fellowship and i, I and i said to nilika like nilika you look almost dead like you look so tired dead. you look dead. you look dead you look dead in all pictures exactly and nilika uh, to get a good photo of nilika it's it's still it's really difficult guy the task like i have i have you know every time somebody asks me for nilika's photo i'm like here we go again we again you know in fact when you asked for the picture i had to ask sagar listen do you have a picture of me because i didn't have why would i have your picture you should have your own picture so so yeah like, that and uh, also giving some context resolution fellowship happens so the social venture challenge conducted by the resolution project ideally happens in youth conferences uh, the youth conference that we had been to was the harvard world month uh, 2019 which happened in madrid and we were delegating there and taking part in the social venture challenge as well and the uh, howard worldman is a uh, conference that you know travels around the world and happens in a different continent every year so it's pretty cool like that so, uh, i sadly th- this time a delegation from our college couldn't go because they had to cancel the conference because of the whole pandemic it was supposed to happen in tokyo so yeah that's that um but again like i just like so what do you guys because even i went for like an international model you know like there are organizations which are internationally based right like i just yeah. really think that there is this big important network of people that you meet in, in those processes and like one of the inspiration to start with anurag and like a lot of people is because that whole network that exists right when you go for anything that is like on an international organizer basis where it mun or like a fellowship like exactly this. exactly and and the kind of friends you make from across the world it's just it's yeah you can think of it in a professional way this way but it's just cool to have friends across the globe like having friends who have seen you you know whom you've danced with you've partied with you've you know actually worked with and having friends in geneva having friends in venezuela having friends in from different parts of the world and you never know when that network is going to help you and they will always be there to help you because they also value the network we value the network and it's it's the whole network is just great it's a especially great now you know like right now like especially when everyone's just like at home and you want that human connection and you want to know like how your friends are doing so i have like people from say pakistan or venezuela or mexico just texting me they're like hey you know what's up what are you doing at home and then you know you can just video call them that's like so cool I think one of the best parts about being in a pa- pandemic and like this particular like current scenario is the fact that we've evolved so much technologically that it's great like you can actually connect I can't imagine what it would be like if we were like say 50 years behind and like we didn't have these ways like we're still pretty lucky that way Yeah so, even I can't imagine that I'll be asking people to show up for a podcast like if it weren't not <laughs> pandemic but like now everybody's free so like I'm even yeah. I am happy that I can make this possible otherwise 
I know I would be, I would call up Nilika and Sagar, and they would be like, "Oh, like we are coming up with this new thing. This is this cool thing. We are graduating, so now we are going to like open like three, four more new things." So we are. Right <laughs> and now. since it's since it's a Friday, I would probably find you delegating somewhere, Ravel. So you know, <laughs> no, no, like I guess, I guess as I said, like this podcast is like a new beginning. Okay, like where I leave <laughs> some of the some things in the past in the past, right? But. But like anyway, guys. Like, what do you think that the whole like why does why do you think that you know Chitra? Because see, I I see people in engineering college stressing over entrepreneurship, startups, social ventures, like all their four years, right? But like like but narrowing it down to a particular thing like Chitra and like how do you arrive at that and like what was your motivation to like nah, yeah, you can like I mean this is like thing. So so um. with respect to at least my personal journey with entrepreneurship uh, i've always wanted to you know do something for the society and uh, that's probably just been ingrained in me for quite a while and um, yeah this is what i tell everybody when i uh, you know when somebody asks me why entrepreneurship why you want to do your own thing um it's it's essentially because i know that i'm privileged enough to take risks because the risk take your risk taking ability is quite proportional to how privileged you are the more privileged you are the more risk you can take because nobody is uh, you know uh, nobody is looking for uh, me to be the breadwinner of my family like uh, with uh, luckily fortunately my you know my family has been blessed with uh, you know uh, enough wealth so i think it becomes like an inherent responsibility for me to give back to society in ways uh that you know it's not it, it's essentially not charity but it's whenever i see a problem and i know i can solve it then i don't see any any point of not doing it and i've always been i've always liked doing my own thing i've been uh, i have uh, disliked working under others like it's quite so i always you know like prefer doing my own thing and i've been fairly good at it uh, i can say fairly i'm not saying I'm, i'm the best at it but i think i've been fairly good at it so Target, this is the, where you talk about the economic times thing <laughs> yeah so uh, the economic times thinks i am one of uh, india's brightest engineering minds my gpa would clearly disagree but <laughs> so and uh, yeah but that experience was also pretty cool to you know uh, get enlisted as one of those and Yeah, that's about my journey. Uh, I'm sure Nilika has a personal journey with respect to mental health as well. I I had one too. Like even in my twelfth grade, uh, the education system that uh, Parth talked about, you know, it's just so much unsaid, uh, relentless pressure onto you, you know, to perform, and especially when you've been a good kid uh, in school. And uh, spoiler alert. it's not very difficult to perform in school it's it's actually quite easy especially if you're an ssc especially if you're from the state board uh, getting good marks is not that difficult so once you build those expectations for yourself and others they they expect you to keep performing and the moment you stop performing or there if there comes a juncture in your life where you stop performing then people start looking at you like a failure and and it's not like they come and tell you they don't shout at you that you're a failure but it's quite pretty evident in the way they talk to you you know they just uh, and it's just so uh, demoralizing and uh, it is it's it's just so sad that in 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 the indian society education is given so much importance uh, marks are given so much importance not education but marks are given so much importance and uh, the journey was not very smooth sailing for me at least till the end of my uh, you know uh, my graduation that is and, when i actually started looking for mental health and i guess and i guess what makes this more difficult and like difficult to gauge especially is because you know you don't know who will react how like you know you will have people attempting je and be like you know i'm going to do this mai aayega yaar once i'm going to be air one and like they do get into iit say that and then you also see like the same kind of other people who might not take it as sportingly and be like ki yaar agar mera yaar one year to kya hoga like I, if i don't get into iit like what about my life what about expectation so like people take this very very differently and therefore i guess you know there is a need for a lot of 
diversifying the issues like it's like somebody somebody can be like you know what i'm going to study for 18 hours a day i'm going to i'm going to do this do that like i'm going to study till my till my eyes fall out and things like that and i'm going to get it done and they do get it done that's the motivation part of it that you know gets a lot of people in the process but then the other 80% or like people who do not get in or people who you know cannot just devote so much of themselves in that process like they are just forced into it and they are and then the repercussions right. are bad yeah exact and nilika and both of me me and nilika have been part of an organize uh, part of the uh, techfest world man which is organized by iit bombay and we both have i'm sure we both had conversations with these iitians and asked them you know what 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 was their journey because they they they're the ones who made it so we yeah. asked them about their friends who couldn't make it and we both had this conversation because since we are still working on chitter still be, uh, working on delivering something like this we wanted to know their journey and all of them were like we were for especially people in kota and vizag these coaching center hubs they 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 say that we were locked into rooms for 12 hours 18 hours and told to solve sums uh, till the end of the day and these people luckily could handle the pressure and they could do well but there they've seen a lot of their friends who couldn't handle the pressure and you oh. know hmm. i tell you what sagar when you say something like you know the people who made it uh, like iit or the ones who could handle pressure maybe you know what maybe they were just holding on to that anchor and they were like you know you always hear this growing up you know 10th mein acche marks lao and then you know life set ho jayegi 12th mein acche lao life set ho jayegi get into a good college so i feel like they've been given that you know uh, that mentality has sunk in so even if you know someone's at iit you would imagine that you know oh now they made it so now they're chill and they're happy but that's not the case you know when you actually talk about it there are so many cases of you know uh, students committing suicide not just from like the tier 3 institutes but also from tier 1 institutes why is that happening so i mean even like personally like just like sagar mentioned it was like till 10th you know a lot of us are in this bubble where we're like okay fine we're getting marks we're scoring there are like different kinds of people different people take it different way so like i was one of the people who would you know always like uh, be one of the toppers and then in 11 12th you get like a whole different reality check that you know there are a lot of other toppers from different schools who are competing for the same goal that you want and then the reality check a lot of people can't take then it's already kitter tenth you were such a model student everyone used to look up to you and suddenly you end up being like one of those people struggling to get to the top and you're average that mindset and plus you know the societal expectations um they might not be explicitly told to you but you just know somewhere that you know it's still there with you so a lot of people don't and then they see this competitiveness that arises you know like especially with these intensive je or like coaching for medicine or law in india there's this like you know attitude ki tum either you're a lawyer or an engineer or a doctor and other than that everything else is like a risk and a gamble so a lot of people i know so many of my friends who are doing engineering but they themselves you know honestly they don't enjoy the course they're just doing it for the sake of it and it's just like a safety net and it's because so uh, yeah it's like a safety net right so when you when we like sagar and i when we were discussing this we realized that you know what we've always wanted to do something for the society so what is it that can we can do best it's something when you can yourself empathize with if there is a particular problem that you empathize with you can always give back to the society better which is what i think my personal motivation was like i the thing that i've gone through i did not want other students to go through the same i wanted them to know that you know what there are always other options and it's not the end of the world if you don't make it to you know one of the top institutes in the world like there are a lot of things that you can do it's not just academics and you know a lot of people because of these academic stresses or other stresses they get so uh, they either don't have a an outlet or there is a lack of sensitivity towards these people like you know even our older generations they have not probably gone through the same things which is why they're like you know what we've struggled more than you why you're making a big deal out of it but they don't realize that it could also be like a clinical issue that a person is facing it's not like he, you just go out and play with your friends one day and it just gets better or you meditate and do yoga and it gets better so these ways like when you're trivializing something it kind of affects a person worse and you know when you can't talk to your own friends because they are also competing and facing the same things you don't have anyone to talk to people say that your mental health is not important and you know some people are just like what mental health you know like if you're not crazy 
that or like if you don't have a psychiatric condition then you know therapy counseling that's like not a concept that is known to a lot of people in the indian startup and therapy therapy as a concept was quite intimidating to me especially because um it was always like oh i don't have the money or the resources i can't ask my mom and dad uh, to you know that i want to go for therapy because maybe they don't understand because they have never experienced it they'll just say talk to us talk to this but therapy is proven for a fact uh, to be you know uh, scientifically proven a way of you know uh, looking after your mental well being but uh, i think the previous generation couldn't experience that so we can't pin the blame to them but what we can do is create awareness and uh, the price barrier uh, so when it comes to students the price barrier is a huge factor because uh, the students have like very little pocket money that they can spare and in that if you tell them to do expensive therapy sessions that even cost around 1000 1200 on an average per session then students are most likely to not you know opt for something like this and for even colleges like nmims like the colleges that we are from we have an in house counselor who can actually you know guide us with things who's who's probably a psychologist or a, a professional counselor but the students don't know uh, that they exist and some of it some of the blame is to these educational institutions that don't actively advertise these uh, professionals and uh, I, i still don't understand why they don't actively advertise them oh, and i guess like the major problem you can see is that like you just go out of your house okay like we we all stay in mumbai like it's like a pretty like posh area everything is packed up right you can see ent you can see physicians you can see like bahut sare doctors ke dukaan but you in your area if you just just go out and try to find one psychologist clinic or like one one place where you know therapy happens like it's just insanely difficult like i have gone like 100 times in my area i've never find any like clinic where like you know which which like takes care of mental health and things like that and and sometimes i just feel so uh, and these mental health professional people most of them are so nice that once they know you're a student they will scale down their prices to as much as they can but at the end of the day they also need to earn bread they also need to earn money and that will only happen when there will be its basic economic supply demand like the more people actually start going to therapy that which they really do need to go to and you know at least try it out once try and approach that help so what we are trying to do is trying to bridge that gap between professionals and students and in that in that in that whole process we are also trying to subsidize the rates because if there are more students approaching these professionals they will be they will be able to you know uh, bring down their prices for indian students bring down their prices to you know levels that indian students can afford to do and that is again for people like us the three of us and our uh, first network has been privileged enough to you know shell out some money and you know maybe go pay for the therapy session but there will always be a section of society that will not be able to pay for uh, these therapy sessions and that is also what we wanted to you know really address uh, and with the funding that we have been luckily gotten from the resolution uh, project that is also a area that we want to tap into and try and you know bring in professionals for that kind of for that section of the society that doesn't know that mental the concept of mental health doesn't exist for them the only concept of doctor here is the physician for them so first creating awareness there and trying and help, uh, trying to subsidize therapy or providing financial aid when it comes to you know therapy for these students is also something that we want to do in our long term strategy uh, we are still you know learning we are, we are still a very new organization we are still learning how to you know sensitively approach these uh, section of societies understand how do we reach out to these people in ways uh, that are effective and impactful so yeah that and like you know ravel mentioned that you know when you go out on the road you see these like boards of like physicians dentists and all you don't see like a mental health professional that is the reason behind that is very simple one is that you know it's mental health is stigmatized the moment you and the second thing is a lot of people are very skeptical about asking for help in the first place 
you know, you're getting past that barrier of knowing that, okay, you know, what I'm not feeling is probably not normal the way people are saying, you know, then if I go and play, it's not going to get fine. First, you have to acknowledge that. The second thing is, what do I do about it if I'm feeling this way? People are just lost. They have, you know, it, it takes, I've seen like a lot of people, I myself have procrastinated going to therapy because, you know, I used to keep trivializing it and internalize it. And I was always told that, you know, uh, I feel like we have this mentality where we're like, asking for help makes us weak. But we need to break that stigma, you know, that asking for help does not make you weak. It's actually something that we all do. It's a human tendency. We are supposed to rely on each other. That's why, you know, it's, it's a society, right? right? So that and another thing is a lot of mental health related issues are not something that you can see out there. Okay, like if you're having a cold or a flu, then you know, okay, these are the symptoms. And then you just go up to your mom and dad and you're like, you know what, I'm not feeling well. Your parents are like, okay, I'll take you to the doctor. Because we're like, we rely on our parents for these things. But when you, if you, the same thing by the same logic, suppose I'm not, I've been feeling depressed and I've, you know, it's been hampering with my daily activities. And I go and tell, you know, my parents that, hey, you know, I'm not feeling uh, right. And they'll just be like, oh, you know what, come watch a movie, spend time with us, do this. But what if, that actually needs like a clinical support. It's not something that just gets fixed. So that is something. Like one other thing is that, you know, like mental health is not like, like the other physical diseases, you know, yeah. like, like if you have a flu, you can have a, like a thermo- ther- thermometer that, you know, will objectively measure like how much book heart do you have and things like that. Like mental health does not have a lot of objectivity to it. Like you cannot like put it into numbers, facts and figures to like, Bro, I'm yeah. so bimar hai, mereko itta dawai lena and things like that. Mental health, I guess, or like a therapy session, like I, I guess I heard this somewhere and I'm picking it up somewhere. It's like, it's just like going to the gym. Like you go to the gym to like make your muscles just work out and so that you can be healthy, right? Same is with therapy. Like you would just talk to someone, you vent out your anger, frustration, anxiety, emotions to a person who will like make you figure it out accordingly. And like once you go through that whole process, like you yourself learn, you know, how to gather yourself in situations of pressure, anxiety, how to gather your own thoughts and emotions and how to, you know, like minimize those impulses that you have and things like that. It's not about like jab tak schizophrenia nahi hai, ya jab tak tum, you know, like you don't get diagnosed with this severe mental health features you cannot or should not go to therapy like therapy is just like going to the gym like just like everybody buys a gym membership they should i guess also buy like a therapy membership or subscription absolutely and uh with respect to uh like since the four months we've we've seen so many students approach us telling us that this is something that we needed this is something you know we need in our organization to help us connect to this therapist because the whole world of therapists and mental health professionals seemed a little intimidating to them and having somebody like us bridging the gap there uh, or you know verifying therapists and bringing them all on board as panelists has really helped us with you know uh, connecting these students to professionals and uh, the testimony to the fact that this is working is also the team that we have like uh, we we right now are including me and Nilika have a team of seven. We have, uh, I also want to, you know, just talk about them because if you see the social media post, the well-designed attractive social media posts, it's only because of my design team. It's only because of Forum and Vatsal. Uh, the operations is uh, again headed by Abhishek and uh, with Samaridhi. The campaigns are again designed by uh, Summer. So we have so many helping hands here, all of them working because they know the organization is onto something and uh, because they have their, they've had their own personal journeys with mental health and they wanted to, you know, contribute. And there are so many other students wanting to, you know, uh, give a helping hand to us because they know that they have faced this and they'd like to help because, uh, you know, uh, since the same thing that Nilika said, like, since we've gone through it, we don't want other students to go through it. And, uh, we are sadly coming, uh, like the both of our student journey is almost coming to an end. And this was the best way we thought we could, you know, give back to the community we've been a part of. And uh, it just seemed perfect. And uh, it's I, the kind of support we've gotten from Resolution and uh, the funding really helps us to, you know, scale up operations, reach out to more people, you know. Uh, otherwise, it who, who listens to, you know, two students trying to do, make a difference in the world. It sounds, it sounds tragic, but unless you have the money, unless you have 
the capability to run an organization like this people aren't really you know uh, listening to you so uh, uh, to have to have such a giant to have such a organization uh, like a resolution project backing us really you know helped us uh, you know uh, grow in the way that we really wanted to but i had this curious question to ask both of you is that like do you think like for example nilika spoke about na like you know like how your parents like taunt you for like ki aisa kuch nahi hota and things like that but like i i i have a speculation that because you know the rise of social media the rise of social circles which with with undefined rules of conduct like if you are a, if you are into model united nations you behave a certain way like tum suit suit pen ke aate ho and you are all fancy english and like बट like i just said that, that you know sometimes you need to rewind and you know like look back at these structures that you create and like whether it is inclusive enough for other people or not so what do you guys think that does social media social circles you know like we have all these bifurcation in colleges and schools ki you know ki ye log cool log hai ye log padaku log hai ye log aise hai ye log waise hai and with rising technology social media these segregations keep on happening and the undefined code of conduct keep on getting enforced on us right ki like agar tu padaku hai or like you know like if in one exam like you get more than like less than 40 out of 50 people will still curse you for it because in other exams you scored more than 40 like what is this yaar the only one thing you do good is be good at studies like agar tu padhai pe bhi acha nahi kar raha hai to fir like kya hi hai like that creates more problems what do you guys think like the social media and all these modern things have an impact on our mental health i feel like you know what you posed is like a very broad uh, question like i'd like to like break it down okay so first coming to the entire co- like one thing that you touched upon was the uh, divide between say like a hindi speaking or non hindi speaking like the ones who are the so called you know privileged ones elite ones they don't want to like engage in like local languages right so that is definitely like one barrier that we see which is why sagar and i and like the entire team we were thinking about uh, you know releasing some videos and doing something in like with the hindi audience like engaging so we were on- honestly like brainstorming about how we can do that so that is something that we definitely want to do in the future so that we can tap into that audience and that's the reason why we want to make you know these we actually wanted to as a part of our online camp offline campaign all people don't know that the concept of mental health exists and we want to tap into them so obviously when we talk, tap into them we need to like make it relatable to them so we already need to have some content that they can watch which is in their you know local language in hindi yeah and also i feel like you know the second part of it is the fact that we face a lot of peer pressure right so you know you would think that someone who is supposedly a nerd or an overachiever has it all set he like are isko to marks bhi mil rahe hai ye to perfect hai but you don't realize the other aspect of it that maybe that person is so involved in just studying like 18 hours a day that the person doesn't have any friends to look back to or you know the person's being called out for studying so much and being the nerd and they you know lose out on the social fun aspect of life right or you can see another person who's not able to score well and you know all of that like it, it's generally i feel like that happens more when you're at a younger stage in life like once you're older and over it and you've been through that you become a little more sensitive which is why i feel like we being students the thing that sets chitta apart from like other organizations and that's something that we can vouch for is that we're students so when we run a student organization for students by the students it's it's simple like we understand what you've been through we've also been through similar things which is why we want to make it easier for you and you know even our first workshop that we conducted we basically got like a professional from uh, john hopkins uh, university who's now working under nmims so uh, basically she we also tried to understand that what are these you know barriers that prevent people from accessing therapy and do they even understand what's the difference between therapy counseling and when you need to go to a psychologist psychologist or a psychiatrist and even what problems do you think you know our generation faces it was like a discussion someone might want to access therapy for like academic stresses someone maybe probably because of this peer pressure that you mentioned 
stuff it could be like a relationship issue right like even talking about just something as simple as relationships also like in india you are not expected to like have a significant other if i may put it that way uh, like when you're in school because some people are just like you know distraction ho jayega or like even when you're dating in school or something you're categorized as you know this okay you know this person's not like focused on their goals or something so all of that is always there which is why you need and, like a and i think i think uh, i think i've been guilty and i think a lot of us have been guilty of putting people into brackets i think i'm still guilty of doing so and i won't blame it completely on social media social media is again a manifestation of what we are as human beings uh, whatever version that may be and um, i've been guilty of putting people into brackets the nerd the overachiever this and that and it's it's m- mainly because it's quite easy to do that you know it's easy to stereotype and it's easy to you know put people into brackets and judge them for it uh, that's always been the easy way and i think many of us are have been responsible for that and have been guilty about it and um, surely running this organization has made me more empathetic about the fact that uh, putting people into brackets or compartmentalizing them on few traits or few features of them can be detrimental to them and you as well as a, pers- a person like if you are trying to be a better person yourself the number one thing that you shouldn't do is judge a person and be judgmental and you know uh, put people into brackets because of the way they speak or the way they are or you know just because they don't match your frequency or your wavelength or what you perceive uh, to be you know cool or to be you know uh, somebody who can be my friend so we need to break those barriers first and it's always again i i'm i know this is a recurring theme but it's always the privilege that have you know uh, raise out the olive branch you can't tell the other people to come talk to us we need to break those barriers we need to be the ones that need to you know stop putting these brackets you talked about the hindi speaking audience we can't go and tell them hey you know uh, we they they can't come and tell us you know hey can we be friends or anything we'll probably shun them but since we are at a place of privilege and if we if equality is what all of us want then we are the ones who have to you know step down and ask them to you know hold their hands come together and uh, be in a world that doesn't judge or doesn't you know is more empathetic in that way and i think which is what chitta wanted to do with our organization and in some way it has always made me nilika and our whole team better human beings because to be fair we are not mental health we don't have a mental health background all of us had to learn everything from scratch we were from we were engineering graduates understanding mental health you know asking everybody on the street who had a mental health background what is mental health how do we go about this how do we do this because everybody knew better than us that's how we you know always whenever we try to ask for feedback the assumption that our team has always made is that people know better than us and that has helped us you know because since as nilika aptly put it by the students for the students uh, the whole funda is actually not just a pretty sounding phrase but it's actually what we are trying to implement with every step and you know asking for feedback so that's always been a, a practice that's helped me you know personally and the the in an organizational aspect as well um, and i guess like one of the very biggest problem about like our education system specifically is that there is no false switch or like uh, like you can back out you know in the process so for example i remember a lot of my friends like till 10 they used to like science and they were very much into it and things like that so they so they their parents were like okay cool so hum log tumhe coaching mein dal denge so and coaching and all these education institutes they take almost all the fees in advance like lakhs of fees in advance okay and then they went to like 11 12 and they are like ki rawal ab maza nahi aa raha you know like now chemistry organic inorganic physics padhne ka ab man nahi kar raha now that now that <laughs> now that same science that we used to love in 10th now we are not liking it but because lakhs of rupees has been invested in us and like then now there are also expectations ki like itna paisa bhara hai itne bade coaching institute mein ja rahe ho so you need to do that same with degrees like for example like like the moment you opt into a degree with an assumption that you would like that subject or you know you would like doing that but may in a first second you will be like 
you know what engineering nahi karna chahiye tha you know what i should i want to you know like i want to be like a master in philosophy i just want to you know like learn english literature but because you are in that system now that won't allow you to escape before those four years or if you escape before it won't give you that degree or the validation to get a job at the first place you cannot do that but in america like a, one of my friend is like on a scholarship in america and he is like ki abhi first year mein to maths liya hai but agar nahi acha laga to second year mein switch my majors to political science and i was like wow you can do that like here there is no option here if you are an engineer to gain subjects padega there is there is no way you can change your majors you can change your degree there is no way you can be impulsive and be like ki this is what i want to do this is what because a lot of people don't find their calling like the basic problem with education system is that until tenth you need to figure out science commerce or arts even if your parents are like good enough to give you that options of arts and after 12 you need to figure out if you are taken science engineering or doctor yes i feel like it's really uh, interesting that you know uh, rahul brought up the fact that you have to have like a one true calling okay so i feel like the indian education system is based on the fact that we were expected to suddenly decide what we want to pursue at like a very young age which doesn't happen like i feel like even when you're 40 there are so many th- new things that you want to keep trying and uh, especially like uh, you know i watched this ted video which talks about the concept of how you know during the renaissance period you had like people one person pursuing like multiple disciplines okay like say someone was like an artist a singer and at the same time a philosopher right so why can't we do the same thing now like there are so many people who pursue multiple professions multiple disciplines but we only hear about those people who have excelled in one particular field when there are actually people who these people are called multi potentialized so i feel like we need to like understand that the that concept exists and like bring that out that you know you don't need to have that one true calling you can suddenly you know if today i want to do something related to psychology and i don't have a psychology background like under chitta we're actually taking up a lot of courses which is helping us understand human behavior it's not a part of our discipline like it's not a part of engineering it's not going to probably help us make a big you know a uh, career where we like get money out of it but it's always for like self development is what i feel so, and, yeah. uh, agree i agree with that but also i always see a correlation between uh how developed your country is and how much privilege or how much leeway you get in your education so in in the us ravel clearly mentioned the united states where people could you know switch and you know choose uh, whatever want i think here uh, the three of us have been lucky enough to be a privilege in the top 5% of uh, uh, of the indian population with respect to you know uh with respect to the income with respect to the per capita but a lot of a lot of the uh, people who are not privileged enough to you know get exposed like we could you know uh, reach out to different avenues explore ourselves uh, the interest that we had but a lot of a lot of indians don't have that privilege like they get all the knowledge that they get is through their schools so which is why they are taught math history geography everything because that is their single source of knowledge uh, i apologize it's the clock uh, that's ringing bells no no, no guys so this is where i say this but like if you if you cannot measure the privilege of mine and nilika you can surely measure privilege of sagar <laughs> by looking at his background for all those who are watching this in video like sagar's privilege is equivalent to his wallpaper fans and now his clock <laughs> I'm just gonna wait for that to finish doing what it does. So oh, four o'clock like, it's gonna ring. I guess I guess now even your clock is saying that you know like we should try to wrap this up. But before we, should, we do, we should wrap up. Yeah. Yeah. But before so, we do, I just, just wanted to ask. Can I just finish that bit? Because yeah. I yeah. Sure. Sure. Important. Sure. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. So I just wanted to say that though that that our society should go in ways where we can choose what we want to. We should always remember. that there are people whose single source of knowledge is their schools and for them to choose at a very tender age can be difficult so they might need more guidance with that but uh, surely things are changing with the internet here uh, with you know an information uh, with you know them having an ocean of information through the internet and internet getting more accessible thanks to ambani bhai 
uh, I think things will change uh, for the better, and I think things will get better. Yeah. So that's that. Like the last thing I wanted to ask you guys, like, that you have been through college. I am in college. You have been through schools and things like that. Uh, while starting like a big thing, like an organization, but just simple as participating in an extracurricular activity like a model uniting nations debating or quizzing for that matter how do you think like in a college life success for success growth and like getting into new ventures friendships matter like what are your friendship experience or like experience I'm, with your peers i'm not I, I i don't think i'm uh, uh, i'm overachiever enough to answer this question but i think nileka is so she'll be able to answer i'll just throw my tools on uh friendships before and, uh, before, so before nilika starts she has this very infamous name to her oh my god people call her the g queen so we'll hand over this this question to the g queen to answer like how like friendship matters in college yes okay guys i'm totally not feeling attacked by these uh, labels <laughs> like overachiever gossip queen and all of that totally fine that's all right <laughs> but yeah i feel like um you know what happened with me was like till 10th i was like this really like bubbly person and all and then in my 11th and 12th when i went through that entire training and the je prep it just made me like a different person altogether so like when i came back to college the first thing i wanted to do was just like you know get back into like with you know get back in touch with my extracurriculars like you know i had this, quit- this, reminds, this reminds me of a, my first nilika story the first time i had <laughs> I never had an interaction with Nilika. Where she was like, where, where we met for a for a Mansoor interview, and she was sitting ahead of me in a bench, and she's like, she was talking to me, and she's like, uh, and she came across like a person who does nothing, like the saintest person you can ever meet. I was like, a pro. Yeah. And she was like, I, I don't do all of this. This is too too, uh, you know. She was so hoity toity. I was like, "Oh my God, what is wrong with you?" And then she transformed over the years. I was like, "Nilika, you have completely changed from the first time I met you." You might so get this a lot. I get this a lot. Okay, like a lot of people when they see me, they're just like, "Oh, you know, I never thought you'd be approachable," and you give this like, you know, uh, hoity toity or like arrogant vibe. And I'm just like, it's probably my bitch face. Okay, it's probably the face. because i don't even know like i i'm genu- generally like i i would like to think of myself as like a warm and chill person i mean sagar this is and rahul this is the part where you all agree with me but okay <laughs> okay so yeah i mean i feel like college has been like a really like a big eye opener because you end up meeting people from like different cities and you know like you get different perspectives of you know how they've come to become who they are and we're all trying to find ourselves at the end of the day in college because like that's like those four years are like a major like transformative part of our life and it's not just about you know achieving your goals it's not about just going out there and it's always about building like relationships because at the end of the day when you look back at these memories and everything like right now we finished college so we're going to look back and we're going to we have these friends over we're connecting over yeah okay i made all emo <laughs> so yeah and then i feel like i just do these things because like the entire gossip thing okay come on guys who doesn't gossip i'm just the only person who owns up to it okay you are you are like the narad of the whole <laughs> circuit of the circuit of the college circuit everywhere <laughs> we need possibly know who to go to i know But i yeah, know half so the people I, in your batch because of nilika like i know what yeah, half exactly. the people do and things like that So to add to what Nilika said about the college journey, look, I don't think I am uh, qualified enough to motivate anybody. But um, just you do you, and you will find your way. And I was lucky enough to find uh, good people along the way. Um, Mansoor had a huge uh, impact to my life, though. Though we can, you know, uh, go ba- M U N bashing all the time because we've been in the circuit for long enough. about how toxic it is getting or how things need to change uh man society at least the man society in npstme like i met wonderful people like i met rini i met thompson uh, kartike Chaitanya. and just, uh, exactly and they're just so selfless they're just so selfless when you know uh, 
when they're helping you out and they're everything that they do is for you know uh, for you to you know get better and to ha- ha- have such mentors throughout your college journey was really you know uh, really helped me along the way so whatever i am i think i owe at least some part of it to the mentors i met along my way and uh, fun fact i would not be a resolution fellow if it wasn't for nilika like i was not planning to do the fellowship i was only planning to delegate for harvard world month but from a, for, uh, i think it was a rickshaw ride from candies bandra to her place in lokanwala where she literally lobbied me into doing this uh, this, uh, this social venture challenge and she told me how amazing it would be and she you know marketed the whole thing and i was like by the end of it i was like you know what nilika let's do this and we thought of ideas we were coming up with what we can do how to how to do it but yeah again this fellowship also uh, i think i owe, owe it to her that she convinced me that i could do you know do my delegate uh, no delegate at world month and do the social venture challenge both together so that goes out to her so coming back to your fact friends really help people the people you meet actually you know act as catalysts in your journey and i've been lucky enough to meet such people including uh, this wonderful co-founder i have and so, dude yeah. come on let's like give it up for uh, parth because uh, listen we met him through muns if we didn't do all of these extra curriculars we probably wouldn't be sitting today having this podcast with him no no i get it the reverse okay like this is when i get emotional and be like that is because of my friends who are gen- who are like empathetic enough to show up on like the first episode of an unknown podcast of like someone who is not as famous and like a comedian or something like that but like i, guess, I just yeah, came for the name dude i loved the name i was like are kya insane name hai to isme to jana hi hai nahi nahi like i i appreciate that and like and even like the future podcast that i'm planning like it's mostly revolved around my friends who have went out and done great things and that's just me trying to take out the best from them right and like and yeah i guess that's like a very good note to wrap up at that like how relationship friendship matters a lot like irrespective of like you know how how much have you achieved like you will still remember your friends and still do things for like no irrespective of whether you are a fellow or not you will still stand up for a friend of yours who is still in his first year of law school trying to start a podcast on his own so that is i think something what matters and yeah i guess that's a very good note to end on and with that i would like to thank you guys for like coming up like taking out your time thank no you i know that lockdown you. in lockdown everybody has time but like even chitta like it would be like it would have been difficult for you guys to give out so much of time and things like that. and i really really appreciated like your participation and like the conversation that we had and i hope that someone does take at least something from this conversation and Yeah wish you guys all the best and thank you for listening that's it